Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. She was holding the fucking little shoe! Tiffany was holding the shoe. It was like a very sad Hans Christian Andersen story unfolding. I screamed. I loved it. That was that was so sweet. It was very sweet. The I I wrote, oh, I literally uh, wrote down. She's holding all all caps. She's holding the fucking tiny shoe. I I screamed. <sighs> It's love is blind and it's good. Love is blind. hour long whoa <laughs> were you upset by that no 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 so much happened so much happened i hope they don't make it an hour long when there's nothing that happens but it it didn't feel like an hour it felt like a very quick episode like a 40 minute episode <sighs> they so, did a good job of casting this season i agree i'm i'm really worried the only thing I'm worried about here is when worried. do I start hating them? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That I really don't so, want to hate these people. Now, I right now I only hate Arena and Micah. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're not easy. You know, I, villains. I kind of thought you know in the first episode I thought Arena was kind of like we both said we love that she was like I'm hot and we're like good for her. And now we just learned, no, she's actually Ew, just she's horribly insecure, insecure and just uh, can't deal with emotion. And Micah is a, a monster. <laughs> oh, this, I'm saying it now because I know shit's going to go down. Micah is going to be villainized more than um, Shana. What's her name? Shana. Oh, yeah. Well, Micah kind of knows what she's doing, and the cameras, y'all, caught all of the looks from Micah and Arena when they would get in their little cocoon together. By the way, I have those yoga blankets (laughs) that they're having, and guess where they come from? No Maza. No Maza. (laughs) Is that why it's so scratchy and rubs my skin off every time I use it? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It may have something on it, too. Gross! <laughs> Y'all. This is, this is episode this epi- two. Birthday wishes. My birthday wish is for you to wash your blankets. <laughs> I, and I, acid. I will say, I sat bo- just like my jaw dropped the whole episode. Um, is, I wrote this, so much about this episode. Is this the one where you texted me and said, I'm, I think you said I'm already crying in the first 10 minutes? Yes, I was crying. You're going to um, get, I'm telling you, you're going to get all invested and then the fall is going to be harder. The fall, it always is. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I, I don't the know. Show I'm makes gonna, me not think, trust anyone. I think I'm going to have a hard time hating Marshall. Oh, you I love really, Marshall? I love Marshall. <laughs> I like Marshall. I, I think, uh, I really like him a lot. I think that he can get um, he can get um, a little territorial sometimes. What's interesting about this Love is Blind is, I mean, we've had a little bit of this with Shayna and Natalie. But they really are leaning into the drama in the women's quarters and the men's quarters. I feel like more than we've ever leaned into. It's different this season. It seems like... They are doing, say, they're basically saying there's a new, th- and I guarantee you, y'all, this is not going away. If anything, this is going to get worse. Yeah. Yep. What's going to, what's going to start happening is they will choose someone and they're like, so I'm going to need you to break it off with so-and-so. Instead of they were allowed to, the first couple of seasons, they were allowed to date other people. And it was just assumed you were going to be dating lots of different people. And everyone kind of respected that. That's I, yeah. I, I blame, I blame two. I blame this is starting to happening. Probably Micah for this. Um, and arena only did it because Micah did it. Cause she's fucking henchman. Um, cause y'all Micah is the mean girl. Micah is Regina George yeah. and arena is Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. And they're just, and that her little hench lady. Mm-hmm. She'll do anything Micah does. Um, mm-hmm. So, and for the men, I don't know where it came from. I know it maybe maybe from Chris. Um, so, well, we can talk about that oh, later on. Maybe it's um, well, that was this episode, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. y'all, we'll try not to confuse. We did watch episodes two and three just because of our schedule. So, but we're recapping them separately. Yeah. Hopefully, we don't let anything slip from season episode three. But we would probably say. Maybe watch both of those episodes yeah. before. I'm, I'm only reading off my notes when we're talking here. I'm just worried I that too. I don't. It's get. it's hard because there there's a lot of interplay of the two episodes. They're actually I don't know how you could watch season two or episode two and not no you you'd have go to, to go immediately three. to three. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I it was. Uh, uh, I mean, you almost had to go immediately to two because when we left episode one, Tiffany was sleeping. That's true. Uh, so I guess let's start there, shall we? So the girls are waking her T- up. Tiffany Van Winkle as Poodle. Tiffany Van her. Winkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they basically, and she's like, hey, they're like they're singing. And she's like, where'd Brett go? And they're like, girl, it's four hours later. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what I loved. They woke her up. And I didn't know she had been drinking because she was a little bit like, hey. 
It, it took her it, a while to realize. She said she was tired. I guarantee you they'd been drinking. Um, and y'all, Tiffany's 36. So you get to that point where you oh. can't consume alcohol like like you're 25 again. <laughs> so no, she, and she'd probably had about three, maybe four glasses of wine. She got on that couch where it was comfortable and covered that was up. all she wrote. That was all she wrote. Also, too, I think this might be in episode three, but this isn't a spoiler per se. Um, or maybe it's this episode, but someone said um, they were jealous because someone had had like a 10 hour date. So I think we forget to the that, next like, episode, I believe. They, but yeah. it just reminds us that, y'all, we're seeing like these little tidbits. And we've said this before, but literally they go on a date with someone for like the entire day. They are sitting in pods just talking to one person. Another I think that's reason, too long. <laughs> another reason tired. why Poodle could never be on this show. I could show. never do this show. Help! Help! I'm in a secret relationship! Help! <laughs> I, would, I would go into this. If I went, in, if I went on this show, I would go in. And I, I wouldn't go in with this. But, but if I was cast through some weird reason, I would go in to cause absolute chaos. <laughs> <laughs> absolute chaos um yeah y'all because if you think if you think uh arena I'd burn this and, thing down <laughs> and micah get jealous when somebody else can you imagine what you would say when a guy was in the room with you he's like so i'm seeing this other person uh i'd say no you're not <laughs> well yeah not we if you want to see me okay i'd break in I'd, I'd find where the girl's house the, where the guys where the other guys were what would you, it would just show you climbing over pods, <laughs> yes. like into the ceilings. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> ah, just jumping through like the, like an angry Kool-Aid man. And I, and I just <laughs> tackle her. <laughs> hey, 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 bitch. I know. <laughs> oh, God. I, I totally would do that. There'd be like security people and I'm just like trudging. Through. <laughs> They're like grabbing out. They're because I'll, I have superhuman strength when I'm enraged. <laughs> That's true. You do get out of me. And you're just biting them with your teeth. Just, <laughs> just three, 400 pound security guys. And I'm just dragging yeah. on my shoulders. I'm like, come here, bitch. We need to fucking talk. <laughs> we need to talk. And by and talk, I mean, I'm going to punch you in the face. And that is why we want to welcome our new <laughs> Patreon and Supercast members that decided this is your, you got Love is Blind season uh, uh, 401. You got that for free. But now you decided to jump on the bandwagon. And after hearing that story, you may be questioning the $5 <laughs> you just spent. But, you, oh, well. I would, beat, I would beat somebody's ass. No, it, I, I, I'm not a violent person. That's um, not true. But, that's I like true. to think I'm not a violent person, <laughs> but, but yeah, you don't. Sorry, that. when I and I also am competitive. That's Micah's problem. Yes, Micah is yes. extremely competitive. Uh, Arena's just small. Arena's just petty. She is petty. Arena is petty. Micah but is competitive and wants to win. Also, Micah plays the game smarter. So, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of that. But anyway, we do want to thank all of our Reality Gays Plus people that joined. Uh, if you're on the $5 tier now, welcome. Uh, welcome for at least a month while we have Love is Blind. And you also will be getting our episodes of Classless. That's old classic 90 Day Fiance season six right now, which is a, a golden egg. of a season. 
It's considered one of the best seasons of 90 Day Fiance because yeah. it is. Colty and, and Larissa, Eric, Lita, Steven and Olga, Swelu mm-hmm. and Kalani. So, the episode we just recorded. With oh, God. Kalani with her Cheeto fingers. <laughs> yeah. She's in the car, y'all, with Cheeto going, ah, it's great. It's great. Um, but, um, and then well, I just saw Poodle's nipple. I was taking off my sweatshirt. I know. Thank God we're not recording well, the video. A lot of times people pay for that. Yeah, not on this so. tier. Don't worry about that. That's a $15 <laughs> video tier where they get the nip slip. But also, you're going to get, uh, we do a thing called a Buy Curious, which once a month, y'all get to vote. And we choose an episode of your choosing from a list we provide. And uh, we do an episode <laughs> of something hey, a little different. I I, I definitely weigh um, listeners' comments when they send them to me. And then I choose what I want. But I do let people vote. Do let people vote. And we go with, there have been shows we didn't necessarily want to cover, but y'all voted for it. So we did it. It's a constitutional monarchy. Kind of. AKA (laughs) Sexy Beast. Y'all wanted it. (laughs) No, I think we did Sexy Beasts because we were doing, that's when we did all Netflix benches. And we thought Sexy Beasts was going to be better than it was. But it was just kind of like crawling on your stomach through broken glass. (laughs) I mean... That was bad. It was bad. I enjoy at least Milf Manor gives you some cringe. Um, Anyway, welcome, 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 sissies. We appreciate your support. Let's jump into this. Um, And oh, also, if you're new and you want to, if you're new and you want to listen to season season three of Love Is Blind, is only on our Reality Gates Plus for right now. So um, season two is going to be. uh, season two will be dropping in, it already in, in our advent. This sorry, there, it's already been dropped. It's already dropped. Never mind. Dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Need a need a rotted post-it note to put those out. So all, all right, right, let's jump in. It's uh, Jackie. Uh, Jackie and Marshall are talking. I love Jackie. Um, don't don't get me started on how much I love her. I really enjoy her. It, it, there's actually that's you're right. I am worried. There's probably like four people, uh, maybe five, that I really love. And I, I'm, I'm just, so I worried I'm going to hate them. I'm so invested in a lot of them. Yes, I'm trying to think for season three. I know I was invested in Alexa and Brendan, and I'm definitely not anymore. Brendan, I, Brendan, Brendan. Sorry, <sighs> fuck it. You were um, you were very you. I liked them too, but you were. I was very really, invested, really and yeah. And then the more I got to know them, the more the blizzard. <laughs> yeah. And and by the time we got to after the altar, I wanted, I just wanted to murder them. <laughs> oh God, that after the altar was garbage. It was the worst. I think season worst. three was the worst after the altar. Hopefully, um, season four they'll get it right because season three was good. So, okay, so. She immediately goes, what? I feel so bad. I feel so bad. So Tiffany is freaking out. Oh, I'm sorry. This out. is Tiffany. Yeah. And um, so, when, but it, we just get a little bit of that. And so we'll, we'll get to them later. We're still probably in this episode going to go more cron order because it's a lot of back and forth. And this person's talking. Once we get to probably episode four, then we'll go by couples. But it's just, it's too much right now. So, um. But we get uh, we do meet two we do meet meet new people Jacqueline Jacqueline and Marshall yeah and Josh who has the and most Josh. perfect little nose he's so cute he's a dick though 
Oh, he fucks good though. Yeah, God. but even Dick, it, I don't. That's I don't why think I'm he's... attracted to him because he's. Well, I don't know what 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 makes you think he's a dick. Just how he talked to Marshall later on, and how he talked, how he basically talked to her, saying, "You know, I'm going to pack my things." It's a dick move. That's a dick move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, and not... he's just—he seems like a dark cloud to me. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I don't feel like we got to know him enough to really no. Make an opinion and, and on either, him. Either it wasn't caught on camera or or they decided not to show it when Josh said Tiffany or sorry, Jackie, if it's not if it's not me, you choose. I'm packing my stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That is a tactic that I hope people don't start using on Love is Blind. That's not good. That's they emotional manipulation. It. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to talk about production. I think it's a missed opportunity. They should have included it because they film everything. That's what so I why I, not I don't, why not show us that? Why aren't we talking about it later? Literally, it was on camera. We know it was on camera because it was in yeah. the pod when they said it. So before we get ahead of ourselves, um, Marshall. God, Marshall's got such pretty eyes. Um, He's a very handsome man. He's and he said, I've been bullied by and for my emotions. And y'all, Marshall is gets very emotional in the pods. He, do, he, does, um, he does. And and Jackie said, I have a Roomba named Marshall. <laughs> she does. So, uh, Meant to be. Exactly. So what Jackie says, I want to, she's like, I think I'd be a good mom, but, um, but I don't want to be too strict because I was raised, my parents were strict as shit. And I don't want to think that my kids can't trust me. And I like I like their conversation because it's different than like Paul and Micah, who's just like, yeah, we don't have a vibe. I think you should do that. And they talk in such no, this is specific, just dumb generalities. Yeah, and I feel like Jackie and Marshall especially. And then Marshall is this moment that only Love and Love is Blind does so well. He goes <sighs> and takes a breath and sighs and goes, "I'm afraid I'm going to raise my kids like my dad raised me." And I will never forget, I was raised with love, but my dad, he, he was crying. He's like, my sister and I were sitting there at the table, and my father is berating us and saying, you're going to be one of those people begging by the street for change, by the, by, the, by the side of the road for change, and I wouldn't even give you any. And it's very different when you think about that type of vulnerability than go back to Bartice telling that story, <laughs> which we all know now was there to gain a confidence. Mm-hmm. None of this is, none of this is to, is, has um, intent behind it to manipulate. It is no, about. Jackie getting, brought it up. Know. He's responding yes. to Jackie. So it wasn't even right. brought forth by him. It was that right. he was trying to basically, he listened to her story. He realized he had a story of connection that was similar. And if, you know, it's that subconscious thing we do. If we tell stories that are similar, then we have a shared connection. And that's what he immediately and, did. And that's vulnerability instead of, yeah, well, my mom was a stripper and my mom died. It's these kind of like, vulnerability bombing um that I, you're I trying to get vul- someone yeah. it's it's more i say trauma trauma yeah. uh, bombing because vulnerability to me means you put yourself out there in a way for someone to accept it and for someone right. to 
So for also to me, when I'm vulnerable, that means I'm putting myself in a place where someone has to respond to that. And that could affect me in a certain and, way. And it could cost you something. Exactly. Cost and you, where trauma bombing is just my dad died. Blomp. Nothing. I, what do you. And, yeah. And we, we talked about this in the first episode where it's kind of like you, <laughs> you, you, you don't really know these people and you think that's a way of creating comedy between you, not comedy comedy, you know, community. Mm -hmm. um, you think that's the way, but it's actually not. That you're, you're making the other person hold your trauma that you don't and, even know that well. And Marshall brings up that he's worried that he's going to make those same type of mistakes with his own children. Yeah. And Jackie... I loved this conversation. <laughs> it was great. Is this what made you cry? Yes! When Jacqueline said, listen, if you are begging on the side of the street, I will give you a dollar... <laughs> That was so sweet. And, and for me, it was him going, you could actually see in real time him. He goes, because oh, then he doesn't have to pretend anymore. He, he one, one piece of armor was off for him. And, and it's, it's interesting, too, because Jackie is, she talks about this when she describes Marshall and Josh, that Josh is a sensitive, smooth type, or I'm sorry, Marshall's a sensitive, smooth type. She describes Josh. She says, Josh is like me. He's a smack talker. He's tough. Yeah. Josh is very masculine. Y'all, that is Jackie's energy. She, if, if you're not watching the show, I don't know why you're not, and but you should be wa watching. <laughs> stop now. Don't do this to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's going to be talking about your office. Just, just watch you, it. You need to just watch it. It's like it's you need good. to do it. You need to do with White Lotus season two. I will. I, you know, I will. Maybe when you go to New York and you get the fuck out of my ear, maybe I'll have time. <laughs> so maybe. Um, but oh, I was going to say is Jackie says though this. So Marshall is complimenting her because she walks out of the room. She says, I'm telling him that I've never told anyone. He's getting all of me. The me I don't tell yep. anyone. Oh, this is, I was, I was, this, for, this couple makes me cry. Tiffany and Brett make me cry. Oh, um, Brett and Tiffany. Oh, uh, Brett and Tiffany. It's love. We'll see. Oh. Let's move on to that. Um, so y'all, uh, she's, she's so nervous because she thinks he either won't talk to her and uh, he's a little standoffish when they come in and um and he does this she does this like long speech about you're the person that's going to make me better and i really think it's you and brett kind of starts off a little dour and he says yesterday when i didn't hear from your voice it was like a gut punch but it was the little small it was a small thing compared to and that's when i look over and she's holding the shoe like a talisman making a wish on it and i screeched <laughs> oh you lost it didn't you you just started that sobbing that was the little you? shoe that was the little model shoe that he started doing when he was designing shoes and it was kind of like it was the he said that that represented the beginning god i love this show <laughs> it's a good show and well what he said, too, uh, before you gave out, uh, he said, this is just going to be a small moment that we're going to laugh about in our journey together. Because she did apologize. I don't think we said that. She did she say, did. I felt so bad. I'm so sorry. Um, and he said, you know, kind of the whole, you get me. You want to make me a better man. And he said, I feel like we could bring so much happiness to each other's lives. And he gets down on his knee and he said, will you marry me? W-W-Y- M Y W W Y M M. 
whim. <laughs> and he I, whims her. He whims her. I know you I got fucked yesterday. Jargon. Did that guy fuck your brain out a little bit? You're, are you, is it still rattling around in there from the headboard? <laughs> it's a little loose. <laughs> Taking a bit today. I'm just kind of punchy today. Uh, this show actually just makes me, I'm so happy to talk about this with you. It makes me, this show makes me insane. It's um, so good. That I, I'm also a little annoyed that they can, they really Manipulate can play us. with my emotions. Yeah, they really This show do. does that really well, especially Sweet in this nipples. time. This is my favorite part. Um, by the time we get to episode six, I'm sure I'll be bitter. <laughs> It comes. Just wait for it. That episode six bitterness always hits. Um, oh. See, y'all, she's weeping. He's on a knee. Whim. He whims her. And um, and she says, absolutely. At one point, she says, he said, will you marry me? And I, and I wrote down, she chirps like a dog. Like, <laughs> She does. She does. Because uh, when he, y'all, when he, you should see when he said, this is just a small blip that will be of laughter. She starts immediately putting her head in her hands and crying because oh. she knows she's forgiven. I actually just really like both of these people as separate people. And, and I yeah. really like them together too. I'm, they give us the, because it is interesting. That's a good point that you make because we didn't really know a lot nor like a lot of Brennan, but we loved no. Alexa and Brennan together. We loved yep. them together. And, but with this couple, it's very much the same of Lauren and Cameron vibes. Agree. We love both of them independently. They're I'm both afraid gorgeous. to say Lauren and Cameron vibes. <laughs> I know. I'm afraid because we thought we said it with Alexa and Brennan. We got shit on. We were wrong. We were wrong. But Brett is just, oh God, he's so hot too. He's just tall and handsome, and he could pick okay. me up. Maybe and we carry don't me in sexualize them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is very hot. I think yeah. he's just so more Look interesting. Who's calling this the slutty slut? <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, let's move on to Kwame and Micah. Um, oh, because Kwame is in the triangle of Micah and Chelsea. I was so and nervous that he was that Micah and he were going to get together. I was so nervous in this moment. Well, it wasn't for lack of trying on his on his on his side. No. So Kwame's like, this is the thing. Micah's like, so how's your day? Day's good. Y'all, she always comes in with the most blase energy. Doesn't matter what she has to say. Yeah. Um, and Micah's like, well. He's like, how's your day going? And Mike, this one said, well, you know, we've been each other's like number one all the way through this. And I wouldn't change anything in the world, but maybe this isn't really what it's supposed to, how this is supposed, supposed to go. And law, y'all, he is devastated. He is <laughs> devastated. He says, we should explore. We sh she says, we should explore other connections, which basically means it doesn't mean uh, I, I'm, I'm, I have other people I'm seeing. That means we're through. That means we're through. Yeah. Ugh. And, and there's just silence. It's this. Remember y'all, this is a member. He's like, he said earlier, way early in the game and he wanted to propose to her. And yes. she said things, when he says things like that, she would say, I love to hear that. I want to feel good. Like, 
and she's like the other person. She even said the other person. There is one other person, but that's not comparable. Oh, like she she, she totally she, just snow jobbed him. She's in here to play games. Yeah, she's in here to play games. She probably. I, I'm I'm going to give her a little benefit of the doubt, although she's a monster. Uh, <laughs> I said the same yeah. breath. Uh, she probably has convinced herself she's here for love. Oh yeah, she's she's really here to come out of this better and be an influencer and be. Um, I'm surprised she got through. To be honest. I, I only think probably the reason that she got through, I bet you Caston either thought her and Arena would fight together or they would be joined together because I bet they asked both of them, what would you do if another woman was dating your man? And they probably both were like, oh, I would. I yeah. would they probably would say something yeah. like that. Because I, I agree with you. There's not um, – the season critique of season two – was that everybody wanted to be influencers. And I think casting heard that. And for season three, it was much different. And it seems like they've even doubled down on getting more normal people who are actually looking for some type of relationship in this season. I agree. So, y'all, he just basically says, he's already, he's devastated. He says, okay, cool. Thanks for getting to know you. Um, Wish you the best. Wish you the <laughs> Sean best. Robinson, wish you the best. Um, bye. Have a good night. And the interesting thing here, Kwame goes back to men's quarters and says, that's fucked up. And y'all, he's crying his eyes out. He is like laying down. Sobbing. Thing, racked sobbing, with sobs. Racked with sobs. And I don't know why, but seeing men cry when they're trying not to cry always makes me emotional. So... Um, and then let's do a split screen. Th thank you. Thank you. How Maya, Maya, Micah, um, walks into the women's quarters and says, wakes up arena and says, Hey, I ended it. It was really weird. It was so weird. Want a milkshake? Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then it was so weird. It's like next he reacted, but he didn't react. And I really wanted to see him devastated. It's a shame I couldn't see through the wall. And then in like the third breath in that sentence, she maybe talked about that for 10 seconds. Granted, it could be the editing, but then she goes, it's oh my God, wait a minute. Is Paul not back yet from breaking up with Amber? Oh my God. She didn't care about this guy. Wait, wait, wait. I think... This oh. is much better done in the first of season four, a love is blind, love is blind. Theater. theater. Love is blind. Love is blind. Theater. Theater. All right. Playing, how are we doing this? Uh, I'll be playing the role of Paul. I'll have you play oh. Amber. Okay, I'm Amber. I will, Paul. Okay. I will also be playing in the we're gonna be playing dual roles here. This is a what? two location Glad, glad I was let in on this. <laughs> Thanks for letting I, me know. I've already storyboarded it. Just like just behave <laughs> and sit here and do what you're told. What's um, the other story? The we're gonna be in the girl uh, in the women's quarters. Okay. Uh I'll First be playing time. Micah, something that feels nice, that feels about <laughs> that feels right for me. I'll be um, playing Arena and you'll then, be I'm playing assuming. Arena, her henchman. <laughs> All right. All right. Can I? These can two I, women are vile. 
Uh, <laughs> okay. So Paul and Amber I, will start, and I'll say women's quarters. And I already have it. I already have an arena uh, henchman voice in mind. Okay. <laughs> It might not sound like her in real life. Be prepared. I think that's fine because she's despicable. <laughs> if you've only seen episode two, y'all, uh, we're, 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 again, probably you've already seen two and three, right, by probably, now. But yeah, um, probably. if you're like, I like Arena, you need to process that. <laughs> you need to process that. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. All right, well, lead me. I don't know where we're going. And action. Hey, Amber. Amber, Amber, Amber. Hey, Amber. Oh, it's good to see you. Yeah, well, not really seeing because I'm a scientist, so I'm very specific with my words. What? Can't Um, hear you. Can't hear you. Can't speak up. Speak up, honey. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm I'm a little, I just need to, I need to talk to you about something because you know me. Yeah. I do bet what's I want to do what's best for both of us here. Of course, you know? yeah, we always want to do. That's why you're the best thing for me. You're everything I want. You're the best thing for me. Yeah, yeah. love it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me swig a Pepto. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so what I was trying to say is women's quarter. <laughs> why is it taking so long? It's been a half hour. Calm down, boss. I'm sure that. I'm sure that he's going to break up with that this ugly Emma really soon. Bad. This is really bad. Oh, boss, don't get angry, boss. This took me two seconds to end it with Kwame. I mean, what are you having? I don't have anything. I just want that man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, henchman. Go give me some blood to drink. Okay. <laughs> Back to pods. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. Back to the pods. <laughs> Back to the pods. So, you know, Amber, yeah. The, yeah, quest, the connection we have is so strong. I love your Like, voice. I know that. Mm-hmm. And, but, do you understand what I'm saying? You see what I'm laying down yeah, here? Just keep talking. I love listening to your dulcet tones because I love you so much. I love how you. How I'm breaking what? up with her. Hair. What? I'm sorry. You got to speak so, up, no, no, Paul. No. I can't hear you, Paul. You're mumbling. You're I, doing that cute mumbly thing. I just want to say there's only so far you can go with two people. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, yeah, that's why we, except, you know, we can keep going and go. Yeah, we're like the Energizer Bunny. We're just okay, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut what? up, shut up. What? I have to go with another connection. What? To be honest, Micah's made me put my balls in a vice. And, um... Uh, I'm not expecting this. Oh, not so you're sad. This. Oh, no. Not, I'm, I'm not going to say I wish you the best, Paul. I'm not going to say that, Paul. What are you going to be saying? Have a great life, Paul. Um. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. 
Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, boy. I'm trying to act like... like speak the, up, I'm Paul. The... I still can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> trying to act like I'm the good guy in this. Um, what else do I say? Hmm. Fuck you, Paul. Fuck you. Ooh, that's not good. Mm. I'm leaving. That went well. That went well. Okay. Back to women's quarters. 
Why are they still in there? I don't know, boss. I hope we didn't play you. I hope you weren't played at all. Well, it just took me no long with Kwame. Maybe I should just go in there. I don't know. Door opens to women's quarters. Queek. Oh, oh, I need to talk to someone. Yes, suffer. <laughs> oh, boss, she looks angry. Boss Amber looks really angry. Oh, we will feast on her tears, henchman. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to eat good tonight, boss. You should go over there and be like, what the fuck, Paul? Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> can't, but I, you want me to go listen to her? She's talking, boss. Yes. Go spy, henchman. Go over oh. there and hear what they are saying. Come oh. back and report all of it to me so that I may delight in it. <laughs> Don't get too close. They will hear your, your club foot coming a mile away. That's true, boss. That's true, boss. <laughs> that, that, I'm really nervous about that in my acne, And your humpback. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Oh, they're Ew. saying good stuff, boss. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, evil. that's it. Do an evil Sing. app and end this, please. <laughs> this is straight up villainy. Straight it's, up cruelty. Y'all... These two women should have never found one another in this house. They are in life. bad for one another. They are neither one of them belong here. Um, it, they were. Irina was listening to Amber cry her eyes out to Chelsea, and she was and smiling. Laughing. No, yeah, she had her mouth over, and she was laughing like this is a fun. Yeah, game. it's a joke to them. It's a joke to them, and real emotions are a joke. And they're both good at playing what the men want them to be. And, and I thought, God, I hope a guy doesn't end up getting with, uh, with now that Mike is our, I thought, I hope Arena doesn't end up, the guy that gets with her is a moron. Stay tuned. <laughs> so y'all, at the men's quarters, Paul comes back. This was a moment where. This was this so when, good. This was when I fell in love with Kwame. Um, I love Kwame. So, Paul, what's in here is Kwame knows Paul is complicit in and Micah telling him to fuck off. He knows it. Oh, um, yeah. So, this was actually Shakespearean. Like, poetic. I agree. Um, and Paul says, well, you have to mourn the death of a relationship. He talks to Kwame. He's like, well, at least, least, uh, you you had someone else do it for you so you can have a villain. Mine was by my own hand. Again, trying to minimize someone else's saying, boy, I really feel bad. I feel the worst here. So, but you, it's okay because someone broke up with you. So your pain's not like my pain. And uh, yeah, I'm the villain. That's a lot for me to deal with. And then, uh, and then Kwame's basically saying, if you're, if you're, if you're not well, the Kwame's, villain, you, can I just say before that, yeah. Kwame is listening to him. Y'all again, Stop right now if you did not watch this and, and go watch it because you see like Paul was talking to Kwame and Kwame was sitting down. He ends up kind of standing up, not like in a getting aggressive way, but you can just tell that he is his he wants to vibrate out of his body. He's so yeah. upset right now and he's kind of walking around and he's so uncomfortable and he's not he's just going, yeah, man. Mm -hmm. 
Uh-huh. And he's just still kind of agreeing with him. He's still trying to be courteous and not punch him in the jaw. Um, it, yes. And, so anyway, then he has his talking head moment. I in think this talking, he's like, it's funny because without any intention in that moment, it did feel like that he said he's the villain in the story. It did feel like that you talking to Paul were the villain in my story. And it was like, <laughs> and I just went, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was, uh, it was just poetic. That's the word I keep this going is, back to it. It's it. I think this is a moment in, in all four seasons. It's a moment um, of just, I think this moment of Micah and Irina and Amber is going to be a moment that uh, it's just we're going to talk it's... about. Yeah. And the, and the, you know, the worst thing, probably what's going to happen is Amber and Irina are going to double down on this because you just have a feeling they are. <laughs> Amber, you mean Micah? I'm so sorry. Irina? Micah and yeah. Irina are going to double down on this. Don't you talk about Amber that way. No, no, no. I like Amber. I like Amber. So it is interesting how like we already by this episode, we're forming like the bro house and the women's house in yeah. last season. And that did not, this is not happening at all. No. This season. Um. So yeah, y'all, after the spying incident, which sounds strange to say, um, we finished that and Kwame and Josh are basically talking and, and they were Kwame's talking still about, crying a little bit to Josh yeah. saying how hard this shit is. At first voice, she was my soulmate. And, uh, and they're basically saying, uh, uh, he's like, I did have my first, my best date with Chelsea, but it still doesn't make it easier. Um, and the women basically are saying here, arena is like, well, I wonder if Kwame's even going to stay. Well, hold on. I want to ask you because there we hear that was it Chelsea that walked up to them and said something like, Hey, you little villain. Yes, that's right after this. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, yeah. So okay. that's why she said it though. Irena is basically talking with Micah and she's like, I wonder if Kwame's even gonna stay after what you kind of did to him. And, and they're kind so of relishing it. They, they're relishing it. And they're also even like when when Amber came back, and you remember when Micah said, Oh, I'm she's really hurt. She's, she's really hurt. Oh, and it's like, also too. Do you real? Do you realize? I, I don't love Paul, but at least Paul feels so bad for what he had to do to the person that he cared for. Do yeah. you realize she never once talked about Kwame's? Feelings? Absolutely not. Not no. once did she no, even care that she hurt him. I'm gonna say this now. I'm guarantee you there are no Micah stands out there, but. Can you imagine what it was? I can't wait for this reunion. Yeah. Because if has, it's a good reunion, I want to know what their reactions were to seeing all this now play out. Two two things could happen. I'm going to I'm going to err on the side of number two. Um one, she could be horrified. Amber, sorry, Micah could be horrified to see this and be like, I, I didn't know I was affecting so many people Two, she doubles down and she talks out of both sides of her mouth. And she said, I was doing what I was then to find love. 
I'm not ashamed of anything I did in there. I think it's probably going to be that. It also, though, depends on what happens to her this season. Because I will say, I think the worst pairing out of all of these people are Paul and Micah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But we already know that. It's going to happen. I I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. It is so messy. Although, something that happens in episode three, I think might even be a worse pairing. Okay. Um. Uh, I, I yes, I think it is. I think the episode three. Yeah. Is, this is the worst pairing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, so that's when Chelsea comes up. She's like, "Hey, you little villain!" Hey, you and little. Irene, she's gonna. She's gonna. He said, "Oh, Kwame's gonna stay, you little villain." That's what she basically said. Of course, Kwame's gonna stay. And Arena said, "Oh, huh, I'd like to be nicer, but I have so much emotion." And, and Chelsea goes, "Well, why don't you be nice?" God, I love Chelsea. I love Chelsea. Y'all, Chelsea, you're not listening to this. Um, but if you come to Los Angeles, I'm girl, we want to hang out. You're our people. I can oh, just tell you now. Oh, we would Chelsea. have so much fun. Oh, and t- oh, I don't like anybody, and I like you. <laughs> I love. And so she even says, she said, I think uh, people talk bad about another one another because they're not really cool with themselves. And she kind of looks off and it just completely goes over Micah and Arena's head. They're like, they're what? like, what? Why is who is she? Like, uh, like Micah's like, I'm thinking about getting more filler in my lips. <laughs> Think about it. It's that, it's that upswing of the lip where it's like too much in the, up, yeah, she's uh, got the, in the upper lip. It's yeah. not good lip fillers. Sissies have told us about good lip fillers. Um, yeah. Anyway, and so Chelsea kind of ends that and says, this is not a game, dude. Oh. So oh. Brett yeah, Brett and Tiffany, y'all, have oh their meeting. When and, you're in love. Uh, let's just say uh, they, they gasp when they, they see each other. They meet one another. This is the meet. And they kiss. And I cry again. Um, Brett says you're perfect. There's more kissing. There's lots of kissing. And he's a good kisser. He's a good. Oh yeah, kisser. totally. Um, and he's looking at her, going, "You're gorgeous." And she said, "Oh my God, look at your dimples." And basically says, "Oh, uh, I said I love them." And, and then he even says, or she says, "This is the one." And yes. yeah, this this episode was crazy good. Oh, we're not even done. No, we're not. We're only halfway through this episode. This is going to be a two-hour episode. Well, so much happened. So much happens. So we're at the men's quarters. Marshall basically says, "I wake up in the morning. Hope I can explore." God, this is Marshall's. So he's such a he's got a poet's heart. So he's saying things like, "I wake up in the morning, hoping I could explain all to Jackie all my dreams and even my nightmares." And he's like, I want to write ballads and sonnets, and I want to, and I want to be creative. She inspires me, y'all. He's reading her fucking poetry. This is and when I, Poodle stopped crying and got the got the bottle of lube. <laughs> and Jackie says, "It's been so many years since I wanted to reveal myself like this to anyone." And and Marshall's like, uh. Mm, Jackie, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. Uh, and she says, this is when you get worried. Because she says, oh, doesn't say anything back. And he was he's already like, okay. And then 
Um, and then she does say, uh, well, I had a date earlier. He said he packed up all his stuff, and if it's not you, it's nobody. Um, and that that made him just immediately go, holy shit, one of these guys in there, in here, said that to me. And there's a, there's a sense that there's a naivete about him that thinks, why would anyone do that to me? We're all in the same boat. I see, I see, I like, interesting, I had a little bit of a different perspective in that I agree. He had a normal reaction to someone saying something shitty to her. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, but dude, this isn't the first. This is the fourth season of Love is Blind. You know right. everybody's here to so another part of me, like, we again, we don't know because we didn't see it on camera. We don't know how Josh said this to her. We don't right. know if he said it in a like I'm threatening you way. He said it in like a kid. We oh, have no idea. I don't think it's I don't think it was said in a said in a threatening way. What it did though, this was I'm this saying is we a, don't know. We we're just this guessing. Is, no, no, no. But I'm saying, regardless of how you say it, it is manipulating her, and it's 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 forcing her to choose, um, and with, not just with saying you're gonna be me or this guy. It's not saying that. What he's doing is trying to force her hand, and that's not right. I can see that, but I do think Marshall's reaction of like I want to kick. I felt I, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit though, because I like I Marshall, but I thought it was a lot of. I'm a dude. I'm supposed to be this emotional dude, but of course I'm going to jump to anger and be yeah. and like buck up and buck chest with some no, guy because I, that's what I men agree do. with you. I agree. And with I was you. a little like stand the fuck down. He was he was more hurt than anything, but you ask it with anger. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, got on he, my nerves. He basically says, "I don't know who it is. I'm disgusted because uh, anyway." So at the women's quarters, um. That's when Jackie I, is talking to Arena and says about he's like it's Josh and he says I didn't want to I don't want to be with anybody but you and I'm going to pack it up and and end it and um, so and they're basically everyone's saying someone's playing mind games and that's when Brett says if you need someone to talk to I'm right here because I'm I'm all booed up and Josh walks up and says to Marshall he says hey are you talking about me and. He kind of alludes, he says, yes. And Josh says, well, I'm not saying anything to anyone because it deters me. I don't want to get involved in that. But in his talking head moment, he says, I'm competitive and I love the game. And I went, gross. Well, and at one point, what I would want Josh to say is said, just to be honest with him and say, yeah, I said that. And that's the way I feel. Um, I think that I would respect that instead of the game, if he said, yeah. I feel like she's the one for me, and if, the, if she told me no, I would leave now because I'm uh, not interested I, in anyone. But you're I right, think, he didn't. I think that's dirty playing. I think saying because you're you're basically you're you're trying them, you're manipulating them by their own feelings. They feel something for you, and you're using that and you're weaponizing it. Yeah. Um, and so to me, that. it's like I to me, it's one of the grossest things I've seen on Love Is Blind. Basically saying I'm packing up. Mm-hmm. It's 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 even worse than saying than making someone break up with someone, because when you take yourself out of the equation and you you kind of you threaten them by saying I'm going, and then because someone when you do that, someone has feelings for you. They're like, no, don't go. Yeah, and that's when people know that, and that's a that's shitty gameplay. And I know that's not a game, but it's bad gameplay. Well, if he. 
if he had had a different, if he had had a reaction of that's exact, like you said, that's how I feel. Well, I would say right. that wasn't a great thing to say, but it came from a place of love. He but said when game. He said, yeah. That doesn't went the whole, I'm a competitive in the game. And even when Mar- Mark Marshall said, well, there could be competition you, for you to get your heart broken. And Josh looks at him and says, make it happen. And I went, Ugh. gross guys, this isn't football. Even for both of them. I honestly was kind of grossed out by both of them. I just yeah. wanted them to just put their dicks out and just fucking jack off on each other because that's what it Hot. felt like. Um, uh, anyway, Chelsea, the next day. Chelsea is talking to Bliss later. Um, and and she even, or she's basically says, you know, it's kind of hard to think that Kwame is really sad about Micah ending it. And, um, and Chelsea says if he doesn't, he doesn't see who I am. He's just not it. Um, later on, they are, they're talking about, I think Chelsea and Bliss is saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older and I don't care if it takes me till I'm 50. Um, I will, I will find uh, a good, a good partner for myself. Yeah. And they're like, you froze your eggs yet. And I think this conversation, I'm, I think we did have it, but it seems it seems to come from such an authentic place between these two women because they're both yeah. in their mid thirties. I think I Bliss really like Bliss is like a lot. Me too. I like Bliss a lot, lot. <clears throat> uh, and yeah, and I like so many people on this season. And she's like, our kids could share a nanny. <laughs> well, and Chelsea I, though brings up. She says the deal is though, and this is true. You can't force someone to love you. Yeah. So. Wow, I really on, thought you were going to sing Bonnie Raitt. I'm so into I'm so into this the the zone. I just I have so many things to say. Okay, good. I can't okay. even be attracted by your ADD right now. <clears throat> um, so y'all, Chelsea and Kwame are uh, and he are meeting, and he's like, I've been just so happy. Or sorry, Chelsea says, I've been so happy with you. But um, I know the other connection took some of the happiness away from me. And, and basically, she's in Kwame's like, you're incredible. And they, they keep, and Chel- this is so cool that Chelsea says, the strong girl in me can only be strong so long. And, uh, and then Kwame says, you, you've had so much weight on your shoulders. And that's when she says, I just wish I could hold you. And... Anyway, it's something, uh, you know, Kwame makes this, I thought, again, a beautiful line where he said, it's not that he said going into this realize it's not that you just want to be loved, but it's how you want to be loved. And I think that's such a good distinction of what we do, especially in American society. If someone says that they love us, we just say, great, you love me, but we don't hold people to the actions of how they express and show love and appreciation. Then they're talking about, uh, Chelsea says, um, you know, uh, I feel like I had to lead all this. And Kwame says, I'm grateful you led. And then she says, I can't lead our marriage the whole time. Mm -hmm. And he said, that's okay. He said, you led this. You got to take some of the weight. Let me take this off of your shoulders. I love them. It, but also I want to talk about, because, you know, she talked about like, I hate that. I was so happy the other day and I know that that happened to you and I hate that that took some of my happiness away. So what I thought was great is it's a, you could look at it as trauma bonding, but I don't think, but there, 
this is only something so specific to love is blind. Well, no, that's not true. It happens a lot of times like when, well, like Shania Twain. Shania Twain's husband had an affair and uh, with her nanny. And she, and so he ended up, her ex-husband ended up marrying the nanny. And she ended up actually being consoled by the nanny's husband. And now her and the nanny's husband have been married for 15 years. Wow. So, which it's so weird too, because the nanny's husband was really hot and Shania Twain's husband was really ugly and the nanny was a dog. So, but anyway, <laughs> but no, this does happen where people, so it's kind of like that. I mean, kind of not, but this idea that two people who are in love with one another or have feelings for one another, but yet can also say, like Kwame said, I'm really excited for Chelsea and I, but there are some parts of me that are still hurting. And the fact that Chelsea was able to acknowledge and validate all yeah. those parts for him. And he was able to do that for her that she like, I went, that is what an adult relationship and unconditional yeah. love is. I totally uh, agree. What, what uh, amazes me is how Kwame was fooled by Micah, but it doesn't, this is what I love about love is blind because think about, Think about how many times you showed up uh, at some profile you've been looking at on Hinge or Tinder or Bumble or Peckerfinder or whatever you're using. Yeah. And it's a completely different story than the, bill, than the bills you were sold through that app. It's kind of like that's what you're getting this. You're getting the best of people through the wall. Yep, it's true. But I think what's interesting is after a while, I feel like Micah weren't that of things to say. And she lets the guys kind of talk. It is interesting that Kwame is like this really emotionally intelligent, like smart dude. And you're like, what did you have to say to Micah? I, I, I totally agree. That's a great point. She's, I never even thought about that. She's pretty, she's pretty savvy in how she talks to these men. I think she, I think she lets them do a lot of the talking. Yep. And because um, he even said, I wish she validated me more. Yeah. Yeah. And she basically did one of those, what do I have to do to put you in a car today with me? <laughs> Remember, he asked, he said, I wish you validated more. And she turned that around where he was apologizing to her. Yes. Oh, she's oh, a master. y'all. Like she's a monster. <laughs> and you're also kind of jealous of her power. I am. <laughs> me in my 20s would have found, would have tried to go study with her. <laughs> Can I learn from you? Can I learn from um, you? But Paul and Micah, y'all, he's basically saying, being with you is like standing in the sun. It's like, thanks. I like you too. He um, looks like he's dressed like he's going to a middle school, uh, a middle school <laughs> honors uh, awards banquet. He's I, in this know, wrinkled fucking shirt and these terrible pants. I, it does look like an honors banquet outfit. I, You know when you said he was, he was my, my type? By episode two, he's nope. not anymore, and it's not even it's not even physical for me. His, I, I think he is a thinky guy. Um, who, who he's he's a normal douche who dresses up in a thinky guy costume. It's awful. He's either that or he's a nerdy guy who's so who's somewhat good looking and is slightly obsessed with trying to be a cool guy and he just never is that's it's true imposters. but i think either one so y'all they're fine uh they're engaged um i don't even want to talk a about it i don't proposal. like proposal 
It was, uh, it was terrible. And I wrote, he, Micah wrote, I or said, I feel so confident about this. And I wrote, you're both going to cheat on one another. 100%. 100%, y'all. So y'all. Oh, and then when, oh, and then when he came back to the men's quarters and, and Kwame Kwame's had the like, bottle of champagne. And he was trying to be happy about it. Yeah. He said, so congratulations, Paul. And they all are toasting. And then you see Kwame just take the bottle and take a sip. <laughs> oh. Y'all, in the women's corner, women's oh, no. quarters, Bliss is baking. Bliss is baking. Bliss, Bliss. is bakeries. Um, and of course, Micah's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm making cupcakes for Zach's birthday. And Arena's face. What? What? <laughs> Boss, boss, I didn't know it was a birthday. She's like, I know that Zach and I have a really good connection, but like Bliss is so wipey. She's so and wipey. And then y'all, Irina asked for a candle yeah, hey. <laughs> from Bliss. Hey, Bliss, can I have a candle? Just one little candle. I know you got my 12. Can I just one candle? Just that's, one candle. That's kind of icky and awkward. Are you serious? I don't want to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Give me the candle. Do you have any shame at all? No, not at all. <laughs> it was the audacity of I, I, her. I, I my mouth dropped, and I. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't say, "Yeah, can I just put your name on those cup? Can, I, can you put my name on those cupcakes too?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know that just, both of us are dating the same guy. Can you put my name on it? Great. It was very much like, hey, sign my name on the card. And so then she goes on this date with Zach, and she walks in. She's like, happy birthday. I feel so shitty that I didn't make it up to you. Uh, and then she immediately comes out. She's like, so really, I forgot. Balloons. Yeah, it really turns out. Turns out I forgot your birthday. I'm a bad friend. I have anxiety. Oh, y'all, the people who say things like, I'm such a bad friend. Because I think they're trying to minimize what they were just they, exactly. It's a it's a it's a conversation ender. It means you have to move on. Because what if you, you know what? If someone says I'm such a bad friend, you look at them in the eye and you say you are you are you are Carol. You're a bad friend. <laughs> Sorry, Roger. You're and terrible. Like, really? You think I'm a bad friend? Yes, I yes. do. Yes, Roger. <laughs> You're a terrible friend. But I'm gonna make it out for you. Oh, you yeah. When she said I'm a bad friend. I wanted to like. Throw my glass at the television. <laughs> well, it had vodka in it, so you didn't. Yeah, I'm not that. I don't waste vodka. Uh, or I kind of wish I was all when I'm watching this show. There's always a fireplace going, so I can just throw my glass <laughs> in a fireplace. What? Uh, Clash! <laughs> you do need a fireplace all that just runs so you can throw things in it to burn. That I can throw and burn secret and burn burn, burn things and if I need to create wax seals, <laughs> wax seals. for secret messages. Oh, how much would you love for a to assassinate a, a pope? <laughs> how much would a butler? No, we're gonna edit that out. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying if I learned in, in no, earlier no, no, times. No, no more. No, 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 yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> I just can see someone bringing you a letter and then you reading the letter and then holding it to your chest and then ripping it up and throwing it to the fire with the flame light dancing and just on your staring eyes. at it. Yes. You know what? I want to film that for you one day, just so you have it. <laughs> yeah. A fireplace just for making wax seals to murder popes. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Not this pope. We like this pope. Well, I don't know. But well, um, this was this most. would have been in the 13th, 14th centuries. That's when popes were murdered. We're going to move on because <laughs> I don't like pope on. murder talk. Um, <laughs> that's not something I want to really be associated with. Um, Come at me if you, pope, if you talk about pope murders. No. Okay. I, think I, read, I read a book one time about the secrets of murder in the Catholic Church. Then it was like all the popes who had been murdered. Oh, that would be actually interesting. Yeah. Um, we need to move on. <laughs> true crime before there was true crime. Maybe that's the true crime podcast we'll do one day. Pope yes! murder. Pope murders. Pope murders. Okay. And so um, basically I wrote, Bliss is like, you know, she says, she says, I don't want to talk about him with you. That's all right. I just think this is a lot for you to ask. And what, and then I forgot who she goes up to, but another girl tells Bliss, our woman says, she was like, girl, she only did that to you to make you feel bad. And Bliss said, yes. I, don't believe, I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth. No. So meanwhile, while Arena is saying happy birthday, Zach is like, I hate this. I haven't made a choice. I decided, I think Zach, and I don't really have a lot of it. It's just based off of his hair and the way he looks down and looks up at you. I think Zach is crazy. Um, I think he... I think he's got a lot of trauma to work through. I don't feel and, unsafe. I just think, well, yes, there's a lot. I think he's he's very intelligent. And uh, he's overthinking what he's doing. He's brooding. Uh, here, here's the problem, though. He doesn't want a woman who can match him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't want that. Um, so, y'all, Bliss and Zach are talking later on. I bake cupcakes. It's my third. And then... He's like, on my 30th birthday, I was stuck in jail on a psyche eval. <laughs> Again, he is all, we we're saying trauma bombing just or just weird things. And you have to sit there and absorb it. Yeah. And y'all, basically, he says um, uh, they're, they're talking about Arena. Or he mentions Arena. And, um, and this is it jealousy or what? And, and then basically, Zach says, well, actually, I just want to say to her credit, Bliss brought up Arena yeah. first, just because she said, I That's had true. a hard time this morning. I'm trying not to be reacting to things. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm not the person. Uh, she's like, I'm not a jealous person. She said, but uh, she does. It made me laugh because she misused the word because she said, when this is handled, so. Sabotage. I mean, sabotage. Um, sabotagely. Yeah. Sabotagely. That's what she said. Meanly. Yes, and she basically told Zach, she was like, I don't really don't really care for Arena. I don't think she's a good person. Yeah. And do I think she should have said that? Probably not. Um I think she could have left out a lot of that. Um I I think I would cuz she said what she went on to say was if you are interested in her, it, I would feel the same way. If I was in love with someone and they said, I'm in love with Arena, I would go, I don't trust your judgment. And I, Yeah. I, she I think, said it out loud, and I don't know if that was smart to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I anyway. think that was a nail in the coffin for her. But at the same time, if that's a guy who's going to choose, because of that, he's going to choose Arena over you, then, girl, you got a gift. Yeah, agree. totally agree. Um, Paul and Micah... Y'all, um, 
he he has cut his hair and he looks better. I think with with all it's too, it's not so crazy. Um, and I said she looks great in red. Um, she does. She does. And y'all, we're going to see them meeting on episode three. All right, everybody. That is your love is blind. We'll it was see only an hour and five minutes. I bitch. know. Just just five minutes longer than the episode. <laughs> <laughs> But what else happened. is new? All right, Sugars, remind you, this is the last free episode you're going to get. So we gave you a try before you buy, just the tip of the first two. If you want to listen to the rest of Love is Blind, then you need to jump on Reality Gaze Plus. Either you can use Patreon or you can use Supercast. Those links are in the show notes or you can go to realitygaze.com and you will see the links for them there. All right, everybody. We're going to be jumping right into the next episode, and we hope that you are too. We will see you there. Go to react. If you're enjoying this episode, you can share it on your social media feeds and let everybody know about it. We appreciate that. And yes. you can go to realitygaze.com and you can find us on. You can bet your ass that our producer, Christina, is pumping out the Love is Blind memes. So be sure to um, check our Instagram, Reality Gaze Podcast and or our TikTok reality gaze yes. and Twitter. And if you have ever commanded your henchman to go spy on your enemy. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go, boy. You have definitely asked yourself. Is yes, Bob. Bob blind? Love is blind. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.